3: Super Bowl champion Sean King on v Primetime.
4: Welcome in midweek. v Primetime on the air. Happy to be with you from Circa. I'm Jeff Parles in for Tim Murray, who escaped the potato bath yesterday.
1: He did. Sean King alongside, of course. Jeff, welcome. Happy to have you. Couple days, we rolled out with JVT. Now we have... JP, I like it. It's good. It's good to be here. It's been a while since you and I have done a show. Today. It has. So I'm excited too. Uh... A lot of people don't know this. My my initial foray, uh-huh. I was here on vacation, and I did the show over at South Point. I came on as a guest. On your show, if I'm not mistaken, you are correct. I did, man. And so? then
4: you, because uh, that was when when hockey was still going yep. in the summer. It was. I was like, hey, do you want to do multiple segments? And I'm like, no, I got to go out and go make sure I get all my bets. That's right. The man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, that we knew uh, Sean King, was a great fit at the network. That's and, right. And over and a year later, Thomas here he is. Was born. <laughs> so uh, we got a lot to get to today. Our guy Eric Eager is with us in the next segment. Sure, Thor Nyström as well. I will check in with Devin Walker. Always fun when Devin's on with you guys. And uh JVT, hey, couldn't do the whole show. We could get one segment though with yeah, JVT. Yeah, I be mean,
1: interesting where Devin today. is. I think he just got back from Europe somewhere. So sure he has some great adventures to talk about. Oh well, I th- just uh
4: just knowing Devin. I-, I would I would say so. I would <laughs> say any any day's an adventure with uh, with with Devin. We get him at 4.30 4 30 our time here in the West Coast 7 30 Eastern Time. But let's get right into it. Bettable or forgettable, right out of the gate here, Sean King. Let's just start off with the after the debacle. (laughs) Last week, as we know, 33-0 at halftime. Not enough for the Indianapolis Colts, who ended up losing to Minnesota 39-36 in overtime. Matt Ryan, it wasn't his fault that they blew the lead, but he's going to be the sacrificial lamb here. He's getting benched for the second time this year. And in comes the Super Bowl MVP himself. Nick Foles is going to start on Monday night against the Chargers. Jeff Saturday, the interim coach saying that Foles is going to start the final three games of the season. This line did move. It's now four and a half. Indianapolis getting it on Monday night. 46 on this total.
1: Bettable or forgettable Sean King? This is actually bettable because I think Nick Foles in small doses is actually a pretty good quarterback. This is not the move, however, I would make if I was a coach. I would go back to Sam Ellinger and see, give him this last stretch to find out is he worthy of, of being on the roster next year because this is a perfect spot for a guy, if you wanted to be your backup, to come in and get you through three games where you can function. And I know initially he was a starter, but, I mean, before uh, they had made Jeff Saturday to coach mm-hmm. and went back to Matt Ryan. So i go back to the young player, but I think Nick Foles wouldn't be surprised if he plays pretty good in this game as well. Um, but the Chargers are good right now. It, it might actually make me lean to the over.
4: Right now, 46 is your total in that one. Nick Foles, of course, as we know, Super Bowl champion we saw. (laughs) We've only seen him in a a game once so far this year. Uh, That was in... The 24-0 route that they took to Jacksonville And I don't in think he two. attempted a pass in that game, if I'm not he mistaken. He did not, no. He
1: just handed off. So, But we have a history of Nick Foles. He's actually the quarterback Course. that filled in for Carson Wentz yep. and took the Eagles MVP. to the playoffs and won MVP in a win over who? Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. So the confidence will be there. I think he has the most arm talent of Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger. So maybe we do see the vertical passing game start to – become a part of this Colts offense because it's been non-existent. So I would lean as this be embeddable, Jeff, but only towards the total.
4: And remember, too, of course, Foles had that year in 2013 where he was as good as anyone. Yeah. at starting quarterback didn't turn the ball over. 27 touchdowns, two interceptions in Chip Kelly's system all the way back in 2013. Of course, the Super Bowl championship and the MVP, as you mentioned. Last year in Chicago, he only started one game. They did win that game, though, <laughs> uh, th- on, the, uh, on the Thursday night against... Tom Brady. Yeah. And Tom Brady, owns not on the Tom other side. Brady. He owns it. <laughs> He's the Brady to the Tom. Yeah, so I, uh, I don't have anything here, even though I would be more actually likely to bet Indianapolis now because Matt Ryan is what he is at this point. His, his arm strength isn't there anymore. He has taken bad sacks for a long time, but now they're even more egregious on a bad team. You know, let's see what Foles has left in the tank. Could it be terrible? Yes, it could be because that ship in Indianapolis is sinking and it's sinking fast. But uh, I I don't mind your overplay. I don't mind that at all. Chargers Chargers look like the Chargers again. And, uh, hey, look, when you get two big wide receivers back and healthy, Keenan Allen finally healthy. And, uh, Sean, I I said this on, on Sunday as the games were happening on Live Bet Sunday. There might not be a more underrated player as good as Mike Williams. Because when Mike Williams plays, it feels like Justin Herbert can make more plays. And we saw it at the end of that game against Tennessee. Who did he go to when he needed the big play to get in
1: field goal range? Meant to the big guy, Mike Williams. Yeah, and I think Mike still has a lot of work to become a complete wide receiver. But what he does for that offense, because you, you're right, uh, Austin Eckler, probably the best pass catching every down back in the National Football League. Keenan Allen, consummate pro, multiple all pro, since he's, but he's not a blazer. Mike gives them a downfield option. And so right now, I do think, Jeff, he's a one-trick pony, but he's really good at that one trick, and he makes this offense extremely difficult to defend, which is why I don't know if we'll get 36-33 that we got (laughs) Colts-Vikings, but I could easily see this game being 31-24. And
4: that would be a very nice easy
1: over in a week that everyone is betting
4: to the under across the board. Uh, News out of Arizona, Colton McCoy Still in concussion protocol. Of course, Kyler Murray done for the year with the torn ACL. All right, let's get the Penn Stater. Trace McSorley getting the start (laughs) for Arizona on Christmas night, as we all expected on Christmas night. Tom Brady against Trace McSorley. Uh, Hey, this uh, this is the second time in three weeks that Tom Brady is facing a quarterback making his NFL first start. Of course, Brock Purdy and the Niners annihilated the Bucs a few weeks ago. This is up to seven and a half. Bucks on the road favorite, amazing in its own right, 39 and a half total. Sean, bettable or forgettable? Yeah. Well,
1: it's extremely bettable, for, but not for the reason that you think. I'm not getting involved in anything dealing with Tampa. Uh, 17-3 versus the Bengals, I'm over them now. <laughs> uh, but I'm definitely not backing the Cardinals. But I'll say this, if you can find a prop, does Cliff Kingsbury get fired? Yes or no? I think this makes the no much more likely. Because now Cliff can legitimately okay. walk in the GM's office and say, I know the season did not go as we planned, but I never got an opportunity to run this offense with Kyler Murray, Zach Ertz, Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins all on the field at the same time. B, uh, D-Hop was suspended. Mm-hmm. Ertz got hurt. Then Hollywood got, got hurt. hurt. Yep. And Kyler got hurt. So he has a legitimate excuse now on why they're terrible. So uh, from that standpoint, it's bettable information i pity the fool in the words of mr t anyone left in circus survivor that has to choose between bucks cardinals for who you're gonna trust for six million of those dollars All i'm gonna say is hopefully you have the chargers left still for
4: that sunday through monday uh scenario that's uh i i trust them even though with the history of the chargers i trust them more to get it done against indy even though i like indy to cover Tampa,
1: again, Tampa is a seven and a half point road favorite this week. But you know Nick (laughs) Foles is going to go out there and go 22 or 28, (laughs) you know, for for 285 and and two touches. You know it's going to happen. How many of the 16 do you think even make it to Christmas Day? I mean, it's slim pickings. Like, when you look at the options they had this week based on who they've already utilized, I don't know. Like, 11 people of the, what is it, 13 left? 16, 16 right? 16 left yeah. have the Chargers. I would imagine with great trepidation, at least seven or eight of them take the Chargers. Don't forget this. The Chargers are decimated on defense. And at some point, that's going to catch up with this Chargers team. So good luck really for them. No Jonathan Taylor being put on IR for the rest of the year. i probably lean with the Chargers too. So the game that, Again, 14 remaining. You were you were right there, Sean. Four.
4: Fourteen. Mm-hmm. The game that we thought a lot of people would gravitate to had some news today. And that's the AFC South battle between the Texans and the leaking oil of Tennessee right now. Brian Tannehill, of course, hurt his ankle in the in the Chargers game, got carted off somehow, was actually back only two drives later. Mm-hmm. And Tannehill, according to reports, unlikely to go. And we saw this line nosedive from seven and a half to four and a half. 36, one of the seven games with totals in the 30s this week in the NFL. You know, I, you know, it, Sean, bettable or forgettable for me, this is now, I like Houston before, even before Tannehill did th- this report. We saw Malik Willis against Houston the last time. Derrick Henry is still running for yards against the Texans. But I expect the plan to be better this go-around, the second go-around. Don't be so surprised
1: if Houston takes them out outright on Saturday. Hey, the betting gods, G-A-W-D-S, work in mysterious ways, Jeff Pauls, because because I think this saved a whole lot of people from getting eliminated from Survivor because the Texans are going to beat someone, right? On the goal line at Dallas, up three, decide to go for it on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal. Ultimately, Dallas drives down and beats them. Takes Kansas City to overtime. Chiefs find a way to win the game. I had this as one of my upset plays there we of go. the week was the Texans to beat the Titans. So luckily, because the last time we saw Malik Willis play, it was not inspiring. And I'm talking the Texans or the Chiefs game. Most people won't buy into this. I actually think Malik Willis probably will play slightly better this time than he did, than he did before. And remember this now. Titans, even after losing four games in a row, still are first right. in their division. Understanding the division winner automatically makes the playoffs. So I do think the Titans cover this number. I think this is better information because that defense is finally going to look like that defense this week. Vrabel having have them ready to go. Tennessee laying the points. Oh, there we go. Sean King uh, laying
4: the points. Uh, you can actually get it as low as three now. Mm-hmm. So you're only laying a field goal uh, with Malik Willis more than likely of course, we saw. We, there's been a week of crazy movement. Of course, we see the uh, the line in the Dallas Eagle game go nuts. Then, of course, the reports of the sprained shoulder for Jalen Hurts. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to that later in the show because uh, I'm not sure the drop from Hurts to Minshew is as much as the market's saying. But
1: we'll. Uh, it's interesting, uh, Jeff, because uh, I'm not so sure it isn't. That's yeah. what's amazing and fascinating about this game. Yeah, it's it's one of those where I think it's uh, I think it depends how how.
4: Good. Do you think that Philadelphia team is around Jalen Hurts? We'll get to that later in the show. But coming up at next of summer sports, our guy Eric Eager. Hey, we're gonna check in what Eric has this week. Uh, that's next here on Veasan Prime Time.
3: This is VCEN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VCEN, the sports betting
4: network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your is state issued ID. To open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I'm Jeff Parles. In for Tim Murray, the Super Bowl champion, Sean King, alongside. And now with us, friend of the show, friend of the network, Eric Eager. VP of Research and Development at Sumer Sports. Of course, Sumer Sports Show live on YouTube. Eric Eager himself and former Falcons GM uh, Thomas Dimitrov uh, every Wednesday on there. Eric, pleasure as always. Uh, Thanks for being with us today.
3: Yeah, of course. Uh, Happy holidays to everybody and Merry Christmas. And uh, I'm I'm excited that, uh, you know, we get bowl games, we get NFL, uh, we get a lot of, like, compelling NFL starting with tomorrow, of course.
4: Yeah, let's let's dive right into tomorrow. The... (laughs) The weather report is devolving by the minute in the Meadowlands for tomorrow night, uh, up to a half of inch of rain, although there's now a wind advisory in effect that would start right around middle of the third quarter there at MetLife Stadium. Two teams going in different directions right now, the Jets and the Jags. Eric, uh, right now the Jets are behind us uh, right now at a a one-and-a-half point favorite, total all the way down to 37-and-a-half. What are you doing here with two teams that, uh, when this game was scheduled, we didn't think maybe they would be in the playoff hunt.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people like the Jags early. They had, you know, a 2-6 and six start with basically a positive point differential. Um, you know, that has come back, and they've won some of these close games uh, of late, including one in Dallas, um, you know, whereas the Jets... You know, pretty good roster, right? I think they've been held back by their quarterback. Um, sharp betters, as they have, la- you know, the last couple weeks, have really liked the Jets because of the composition of, that they have defensively. When it came out today that Quinn and Williams might play in this game, you've seen this number travel from a pick all, you know, out to minus one and a half. I think, you know, if you're like me and you like the Jags, I think you probably wait until kick. I, you know, the, especially if Williams does play, I think people are really going to like. Uh, the Jets side because of that defense because uh, you know of that overall roster but to me the reason the Jags have won the last few games is because their quarterback has played uh, like a superstar and you know when you look at the two guys in this game Zach Wilson the Jets just don't want him to mess up Uh, whereas the Jags are are building the whole car uh, around, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence. And and, and so for me, I I really do like the Jags in this one. But the market, you know, you you get a feel for what they want over the course of a season, and they really want this Jets defense. So wait until the kick if you like the Jags.
1: And what number are you hoping to get by kick? Is it two, two and a half? You think even it might get up to three? Well, what number are you looking for as your threshold, E?
3: Yeah like I would say an expensive three would probably be the best you can ask for but money line you're you can look and probably get 125 or so uh, and and plus 130 I I would take the money line in that game uh at kick and so you know that that's kind of where i'm looking for um you know this thing was at yeah you know, the pinnacle when i did the show this morning was at, like minus 108 and now you're looking at plus 115 or so so you know you're you're still getting good value relative to where it was just a little bit ago and i think you're going to get good value come kick uh, relative to right now
1: no two games are alike last thing i have on this game because we want to get to all the ones that, that you want to talk about Last time it was a rainy environment. Trevor Lawrence, eleven of twenty-three, fumbled four times. Any concerns about him handling inclement weather?
3: I think there always are, for sure, but you know, on the other side of the coin, like I'm I'm gonna bet that that he's gonna handle them better than Zach Wilson does.
4: I think that's uh, I think if I think that's a pretty reasonable handicap there, Eric. Uh, we haven't really seen a, a horrible weather game with Zach Wilson yet, but this is going to be the worst one he's seen since becoming a, a Jet last year. All right, Eric, uh, we're, we are restoring the roar over the last six weeks. Of course, we know Lions have gone from one and six to seven and six, and with a real path to get into the NFC playoffs, they go to Carolina Panthers. Really, an inopportune loss. Against a team that really isn't that good in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh really was the right side all day long in Charlotte last week. The Lions are two and a half on the road here with a total of forty-four.
3: Yeah, you. Not only that, I mean Pittsburgh got all the way out to plus three in that game with yeah. their backup quarterback playing. Um, you know Carolina, everybody had given Steve Wilkes his flowers about how well he had you know gotten that ship you know back on track, but um, their defense didn't play well. They didn't tackle well. The, you know the road you know the bloom came off the roads for darn a little bit and, and yet at the same time like I think when you look at this Detroit team I think a lot of people handicap them as a dome team which obviously makes sense they play in one but it, Charlotte's not going to have great weather uh, you know you've seen the total go down a little bit um, Panthers I think a big letdown spot although they got some help from the, the Bengals last week against the Bucks. I like Detroit laying the two and a half and I know last week, you know, Sean saw me. I I said, look, the roar's already been restored. (laughs) You're not going to, you know, get a ton of value betting the Lions anymore. But I think this is one matchup where I, if you get less than three with Detroit, I think you really do have to take it. This is a physical football team on both lines of scrimmages. And and I think they take it to the Panthers on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. And Jared Goff just does does. Just does just enough. I mean, you're looking at multiple straight games with 200 straight passes without a golf interception. Uh, I think that continues, and I think if that does continue, um, you're going to get a good price here on the Lions at minus 2.5.
1: You know, what's interesting. You talked about the physicality on that defensive front. Don't forget, they have the Rams' first-round pick. The way it's looking, they're going to add a Jalen Carter or Will Anderson in this upcoming draft. So that stock is definitely headed in the right direction. Moving over to another team that I just cannot figure out, Eric. Some team that plays in Minnesota. They got a (laughs) first-year head coach. Uh, The record looks spectacular. The process looks unsustainable. Giants coming off a big win at Washington travel to Minneapolis, Minnesota to play the Vikings. Talk me into how to make some money.
3: Yeah, this one's weird. I think because I don't know about you guys, but I thought that the Giants' game against Washington on the road Sunday night was one of the more impressive games the team's ever played this year relative to expectations. You know, Daniel Jones played wonderful football. I thought the wide receivers stepped up better than what you would expect. And Saquon Barkley. Uh, you know, he got back some of that early season magic. You look at the Minnesota Vikings; um, their defense is one of the worst in football. And you know, they they did get some stops against uh, the Colts. I think they were aided a little bit there. You know, I, I did like the Vikings earlier. Uh, you know, before I saw the Giants play against Washington, uh, and so you know, I'm a little bit mixed on this. I would say the only side to bet right now is the Giants, um, but because I think the Vikings, this could very well be. A, a, a rematch game in the playoffs. And I think the team with more to, to gain from holding back is the Vikings. So I would, you know, right now, think the Giants of plus four are the right side.
4: The, the, uh, the inevitable fraud bowl, according to most <laughs> uh, with this game and uh, Eric spot on uh, the way that the playoffs are shaken out and all likelihood in the NFC. This, this is very likely three, six matchup. With the
1: way things are going right now, can I ask a right quick now? question? Yeah, please. Why isn't Brian Dable the front runner to win uh, NFL Coach of the Year?
3: Uh, he should. I mean, Dan Campbell and Nick Sirianni both punching well above their weight class in different ways. I think is really the reason. Right, it, it, Sirianni's the leader because they're thirteen and one um, with you know uh, you know improvement from last year. Uh, you know, O'Connell's kind of a player as well in that market, but yeah, Dable to me. Uh, has been the most impressive guy I think I measured it out he's been worth like two wins above replacement as a head coach which is astronomical uh yeah he deserves a great deal of praise I mean like I said Sunday night against Washington was one of the best one of the best performances for a team relative to expectations I've seen all year
4: Eric let's uh let's go to the freeze Bowl in Kansas City uh, it's actually getting actually getting a little bit better uh, weather report wise in kC earlier in the week it looked like it was going to be five at kick. Now it looks like it's going to be 12 at kick, a <laughs> big seven-degree difference. Uh, but look, the Seahawks are out to a 10-point underdog in Kansas City now. Total highest of the week, 49
3: here, Eric. Yeah, I think that that the weather reports have caused betters to go towards Kansas City. This was at nine earlier in the day. Um, the, the issue I have here, though, is – you know the Seahawks have a really bad run defense the Chiefs have committed to the run more more lately you're going to see fewer possessions and with fewer possessions it's just harder to win by multiple possessions so if i look at this you know Geno Smith had a good year a very good year they they don't have Locket which hurts uh can can Kansas State kid coming home uh, doesn't get to play in this game um you know this one is is to me it's Seahawks or nothing the Chiefs have just been really unable they're 17 and 28 Uh, in their last 45 games against the spread they just have been unable uh, to extend on teams uh, you know since their Super Bowl run in 2019 Uh, and you know while I'm not really that confident in that I I do think that it you know at some point in time the Chiefs do have to separate I just don't know if it's this game I just think that styles makes fights I think the Seahawks get into a rock fight with the Chiefs uh, and the Chiefs win this game but I don't think they win it by the margin necessary here.
4: Could very easily look like that Tennessee game that we saw on the Sunday night uh, with Willis and company, and Kansas City eeks out a win. I'm with you there, especially now that we're out to 10 on the Seahawks. He's Eric Eager of Sumer Sports, the VP of Research and Development. Of course, check out the Sumer Sports show on YouTube. Uh, Eric and Thomas Dimitrov out today. Eric, pleasure as always. Happy holidays, and uh, good luck with every uh, bet you make this weekend. Yeah, same to you guys. Take care. Merry Christmas, E. Yeah. Merry Christmas is, uh, for sure, Eric. Uh, coming back. Hey, we get the update. What's going on in your bowl contest? Oh. We get a part one of the of the group stage. We know the results. That's next.
3: This is v Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Hey, I don't know if you know or not, but the college football bowl season is here already. And going strong, nonetheless. And VSIN has you covered. We have picks, spreads, totals, every single bowl game. So go to vsin.com right now and check out our bowl betting coverage while you're there. It's a great time. It's always a good time. To become a Vsin Pro subscriber for just $79, you get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. See, Sean King's already in the March Madness
1: field. We got Villanova and St. John's about to go underway. Yeah, uh, I'm at, sweating out a big underdog. I took UC Davis plus 23 and a half. Against UCLA. Yep, they're How's down. How's that going for you right 18 now? 18 with nine minutes and chains left.
4: Got a shot. Yeah. You got a shot. We've seen the uh, the Aggies of UC Davis yeah, in the tournament before. Yeah, some backups from UCLA. Yeah, yeah. get no, them some not? minutes. Why not?
1: Just, hey, just, yeah, just, as we go into the Christmas tournaments, get them some minutes. Just, just lose the game by 22. Well, I'd rather 19-ish. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you don't wanna, You don't yeah, have to yeah, sweat it. Right. Strange <laughs> things happen when you get that
4: close. Oh, yeah. See, see, there you go. We're 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 now points betting things. I Maryland. do need to give video. out
1: Pluck place. plays. We'll, so we'll we'll get to that. Okay, I'm, Don't worried about that. We're, we, we're not going right. to forget that, John. Come on. Man. I have to give my people time to shop numbers, get the best price. Well, before we do that,
4: we gotta we gotta update everyone though. No? Let's do it. This is what everyone has been waiting for when they tune in. I get I get to I get to update something I'm not in, which is my favorite thing to do here, Sean. Your bold contest here on Vison Primetime. Time okay. because uh, producer Britton Hess was in uh, was was having was having soccer fever like all of us have. Of course, a brilliant World Cup, put you in groups, okay. Mm-hmm. And we only have one game left of your first part of group stage. Okay, and that's tonight in New Orleans, that the Toppers, the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. It's the Jaguars of USA. That's South Alabama, everybody. Uh, For the contest, four and a half was the number, Sean King. Okay. Right. Right. You are in the contingent the four people on Western Kentucky here. You are Guy Wilbo, Jared, Jared Smith, of course, uh, Thor Nystrom, who you'll hear later in the program on the, t- the toppers tonight. Kenny White, Stormy Bonatoni, Joe Fordenball. And, of course, the one and only Tim Murray on the
1: favored South Alabama Jaguars. How you feeling here? So I have full disclosure on this show. Like, I, I our listeners know that, that me and Tim, we, we celebrate our wins, we celebrate our losses because we try and learn from defeats. I want full transparency on this. When mm-hmm. we put the bowl contest picks in, it was prior to, I think it was uh, maybe about eight, nine days ago. Last Wednesday, about a week ago. Okay. So I took Western Kentucky plus the four and a half. Okay. I have bet South Alabama minus three and a half today. So <laughs> I have a wide middle of four. So I just want full transparency. If you're deciding what you want to do, I had a change of heart. You know, like the 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 romance uh love connection show. I had a change of heart on this one. So I have South Alabama in pocket play today, minus three and a half. But in the contest, I have Western Kentucky plus four and a half. That's what separates us. There's not many people at that. that will put that kind of transparency out there. Look at that. Going for a middle. At four. At four. I don't hey, know
4: how don't how to get there. Look, look, hey, 28 24, 31 27. I, hey, a lot of ways to get there. Yeah, you got plenty of ways to get there. 10 with 6. six. <laughs> oh, if this game if 14, this, 10. Oh, I'll tell you, if this game is 10 6, something went horribly awry. That's, a, that's all I know, Sean. So let's go. Let's go. There we go. So. Sean King going for a middle tonight. Jaguars live three and a half. By the way, I do like South Alabama. And, and if i forced as well. to
1: choose, Jeff, yeah. uh, I want to catch the ticket.
4: You want to you South Alabama. Yeah, yeah, You're okay. Yeah. You're okay giving up ground at <laughs> group stage. Because, hey, look, <laughs> right. right now, tonight's game is going to determine where you stand after this first group. Of, it is. Uh, of of uh, group
1: stage uh, And I feel really action. confident about my picks. I've already submitted my picks Ooh. for the next 13 games. In the ball thing, which will decide and determine who moves on from the group stage. So I'm willing. No, nah, I want the middle. I'm be greedy.
4: Okay, so look at the, look at these standings, Sean. Look at this. Yeah. The only guy you're beating is Wilbo right now.
1: Well, the only guy I'm losing to is Joe. <laughs> well, the other group doesn't the other, matter. The, the other, I know the other group doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter, not but, matter. I'm not but, competing against them yet, and so, their points so, don't carry over. So you
4: don't care that Tim Murray is nine it points does, in front of you. Listen, you don't care. they don't carry over <laughs> once you get out of group stage. It's sudden death. So right now you are tied with uh, our own Stormy Bonetoni, the who, wonderful, course, the beautiful, the amazing, the talented. Who, of course, we saw earlier t- Stormy today, beat. and also uh, Stormy going to be on the Sugar Bowl for radio. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, uh, next uh, next week, I, I, you, you you need ooh, oh actually hold on a second. I'm getting told in my ear here. We have a great that was a, that was a graphical error on our
1: team's spot. Yeah, who's responsible for the graphics? I mean, so can't can get it Eystram, together
4: back there. Thor Nyström actually ahead
1: of Tim Murray. So he's at 27. He's nine and two overall. And now I gotta listen to the ginger genius coming here and complaining <laughs> about cheating and you know graphics being. Come on, save me some stress, please. There you go. So it's Thor himself,
4: nine and two. Tim Murray, Joe Fordenball, eight and three. Sean, you're in a collection with everybody else except for uh, our guy Wilbo at six and five right now.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I'm happy to be in this contest. Uh, it does put you in some precarious positions because you have to participate in games that you probably won't bet in real life because you're betting all of the games. Mm -hmm. So the plays that I've made in real life, I haven't lost yet. Okay. I've gotten caught up in the Louisville, Cincinnati, the Eastern Michigan, uh, San Jose State. Like, those are my losses, which I did not bet in real life because I had no idea.
4: (laughs) Now, the only thing that the only thing I felt good about yesterday in that uh, that Idaho potato bowl was the over, which got
1: there, which was good. i just just glad my guy Tim was at the game. I didn't know. It, I didn't 13-0 was at San Jose State. Then it was 33-13 Eastern yeah. Michigan. I, I mean, a lot of stuff was going on in that game. None of it good if you're at San Jose State after the extra point was blocked. It was all downhill from there. It was so
4: cold that that uh, the the spud bath at the end, <laughs> the, the the French fries stuck together. Oh, my god. I mean, it was it – was, Cold there up in uh, in Boise, as we know. All right, before we get to your uh, your, your your puck Stradamus plays, okay. Sean King, the confidence contest, which I was informed before the show by Britain has that you and Tim are doing this confidence contest here. You know that uh, Tim Murray's got you right now by thirty-seven no, he points.
1: No, he doesn't.
4: At thirty-seven points, he's got you. No, he doesn't. Well, I'm not saying he's going to get you by the end of the game.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, but
4: you're. You're you're in trouble right so now. So
1: the only reason the discrepancy exists like that because he had 30 on Toledo, I had 6. Right. But he's already missed his 40 point game. Right.
4: He had he had Jackson State yes. in the celebration Bowl. Yes. Of course, uh, NC Central
1: I was, with the win at OT. I actually bet Liberty yesterday. <laughs> I was hoping we I lost my confidence pick because he would have lost his 30 point game as well. But I'll beat him in that. Okay. Yeah, All my right. 40 point game was LSU. So go Tigers. You
4: are, as you see at the bottom of your screen here, Sean King spot on yeah.
1: 74 extra points left on the board. Right. So I hope he comes peacocking. Cause I'm Ooh. <laughs> It's like, you know, how you throw the line out there. I'm a fisherman, you know, and you let the bait <laughs> sit at the top of the water and you just entice the fish and eventually he bites it. That's what I'm doing to Tim. See, there we go. So so Sean King, if you're you're making odds here, Sean King. I'm the favorite. The favorite. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. With that many points. And you know why I'm a, you know I'm gonna rub it in, Jeff? I told him. See so he doesn't listen, he's hard headed. <laughs> I said, I have a lot of friends that are alums and former players of North Carolina Central. Right. They really think they have a chance to win outright because the MIAC conference, which North Carolina Central won. And their opinion is much tougher than the SWAC conference that Jackson State won. And it turned out to be factual.
4: Well, that was the, the – just watching that game, and I don't know how much of it had to do with, of course, Prime last game of Jackson State. Because they course, lost
1: this game last year right. to
4: the MEAC winner. Right. And, and look, every time I looked up, NC Central just looked like they were playing harder. They were the tougher football team in that game. I was pretty happy to see the Eagles win that game
1: because – should have been rewarded for that effort. I didn't really have a care about one loss. Want to see a great game, and you got it. And you got a you great got game. <laughs> That's all you could ask for.
4: <laughs> I mean, touchdown in the last play of regulation, overtime game. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Poor tight end. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a shame. All right, Sean, we got 90 seconds before we uh, we look at the, the full slate in the NBA starting at four o'clock, along with the NHL. But we got to get some hockey plays here. We for do. The next few
1: minutes. So Puckshot Thomas, please. Yes. Yes. I think I'm the best hockey better in the studio right now. So I'll, I'll agree with that. that. <laughs> I'll agree with that. I got no argument on that. I don't even remember the last time I been a hockey I, I will say this. I love two plays tonight. Okay. And this is courtesy of my little sis, Alex White, daughter okay. of Kenny White. Mm-hmm. Hit her up earlier because I didn't really have anything I loved on the card. And she likes the Tampa Bay Lightning okay. tonight, and she likes the Dallas Stars. Okay, so it's the Lightning and the
4: Stars. Yes. That the Lightning game is right at the top of the 7 o'clock Eastern hour in Detroit, Motor City, minus 150 consensus right now on the Lightning and then the Stars are taking on Edmonton, a favorite at home, and now one minus 140 on Dallas, and that one starts at
1: 8 o'clock Eastern time. So there you go. Yeah. You got to get to it if you want the Lightning. You got to get to it right now. And I actually parlayed them together, got a nice little return. Hopefully we can get both favorites home. Stars, Lightning, Moneyline Parlay tonight. Pucks dumbest, courtesy of Alex White. Nothing could go wrong. See, even when you outsource the hockey picks, you still end up on the Lightning. That's right.
4: <laughs> hey, we got more to America's get to. America's team. <laughs> Florida's team as well. The NBA. (laughs) Hey, we got some NBA games to preview next here on Visa and Primetime.
0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: This is VSN Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSN, the sports betting network.
4: Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League. Place a twenty-five dollar wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll receive automatically two dollars in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to sixteen dollars. Just log in your account or download BetMGM today to get started. Then opt in to Light the Lamp Wednesday promotion to receive. A $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your prop bet's outcome. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Once be 21 or older to place a wager, new and existing customer offer, all promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. And those free bets expire in seven days. If you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Promotion offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Veasan Prime Time. I'm Jeff Parles. Sean King, alongside, happy to be with you. Thor Nystrom joins us in 15 minutes to get some college ball plays. But Sean, we got your Puck Stradamus plays tonight. But we do. let's uh, let, let's go to one other hockey game before we uh, get to the association. And that involves, again, the, the darlings of the league this year. That is the New Jersey Devils, who, of course, had a long win streak earlier in the year, still still, uh, still in playoff position, still the best goal differential in the Metro Division. The Devils are on the road tonight in Sunrise to take on the Florida Panthers. Panthers minus 140 favorites at BetMGM, Sean King.
1: Uh, you know, I was on the Devils early in the year, but, I mean, they've lost six in a row. Mm-hmm. They've lost uh, seven of their last nine, so they're not playing great hockey right now. I probably would allow them to come out of this slump before I back them. I mean, they're still playing hard. They still are exhibiting the offensive creativity that made them successful early, but the defense has been lacking. The goaltending has been subpar, so hockey is a sport of streaks, of trends, so I would fade the Devils until they show me a reason not to. And,
4: uh, of course, the play tonight for Sean, as we talked about earlier, the Tampa Bay Lightning as a short-ish road favorite in Detroit. And then the Dallas Stars, a favorite at home against Edmonton tonight. This yep. your Puxed Thomas play of the night. That's how we're rolling. Here we go. All right, to the, uh, to the association. And then uh going to get to the news of the day in Major League Baseball. How about this one right out of the chute here? Central Division rivalry. The Bucs on the road tonight at Cleveland. The Cavs, uh, earlier in the day, two-and-a-half-point favorites, still two-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 216-and-a-half. Again, I've been very impressed with how Cleveland has played these first two months of the season. I'm not going to overreact to a game on December the 21st, regardless of result, but always a nice little measuring stick game here for the Cavs.
1: Well, I'm a person that does not bet a lot of pre-flop NBA basketball. Mm-hmm. What I do, uh, and I mentioned this to JVT, is I try and find favorites that fall down early in those games, and then I in-game bet the favorite at a better number. So let's say the Nets are twelve and a half point favorites tonight versus the Warriors. If the Warriors get off to a twenty to twelve start, I may be able to get the Nets at minus seven, minus you know something better than the pre-flop number. I just, I I, I don't know. I love NBA basketball just because I love competing at the highest level, but I don't trust NBA basketball from game to game. So I defer to the experts at VSEN, JVT, Jeff Parlis, who spent a lot more time studying, preparing for NBA wagering on a day-to-day basis, and I just go with you guys' advice. And Uh I think you guys, if you're smart, and I know you're smart, that's what you do in hockey.
4: I will will defer to JVT on the
1: NBA as well. Okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's his uh, purvey, you know, like – I I stick to you know what I'm really good at <laughs>
4: college hoops uh right right now at the top of the hour you are sweating out UC Davis and Ucla you're getting the points with UC Davis down 26 yeah I hope I two hope, and a half to I really go.
1: hope Ucla loses like a major player for the year because because they shouldn't be in the game he has all five starters still in the game for Ucla they're up 26 points playing something called UC Davis and actually he just got one of his starters injured just landed like twisted his ankle I mean, come on. What what are we doing here?
4: Right now, uh, 76-50, yep. two and a half to go. Uh, UC Davis does have the ball, though. so. Eh,
1: it's going to come down to the last shot. We'll see how it goes. Hey, look,
4: just got to lose the game by 22. That's a, that's all 23
1: is fine. I have 23 and a half.
4: Oh, is that 23? There you go. 23, <laughs> 22. It's all the same some in the big end big if it covers. Big, big yeah. Covers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 23 and a half right now. Uh, you're down 26 with 209 to go. Right now, there is one big college game that starts at the top of the hour that I do want to touch on because North Carolina, who's coming off again, just the, really for just the way this year has gone for North Carolina, that game, that win against Ohio State over the weekend at MSG was important. Mm-hmm. That was important for them because, really, if you look at North Carolina's resume to this point. The best teams they had beaten going into that game were Charleston and James Madison. Yes, I know they beat Georgia Tech, but they're not any good. Let's let, let's be real. But Ohio State, that's a different animal. After looking bad against Indiana, after getting handled by Vot Tech, after, again, that epic game against Alabama, coin flip game, mm-hmm. you, you lose, whatever, last day of a long tournament. I'm not really going to hold that one against them after seeing how good Alabama is. And and Iowa State just had an unreal shooting night. But tonight, this game's in Charlotte. So, yes, not not in the Dean Dome, but still a home game, uh, essentially, for UNC. Laying 5.5 for 5. 154.5 is the total. Sean, I do like North Carolina here. I know it is a a letdown spot because, of course, overtime, MSG, Ohio State, back-to-back Big Ten opponents. But I don't... this Michigan team, even though they're seven and three, even though again they played Kentucky very tough, they played they quite frankly should have beaten Virginia earlier in the, year in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. This feels like North Carolina that getting that win against Ohio State just relieved the pressure mm-hmm. of uh oh this snowball against good teams. We got to stop this thing. They stopped it. I think North Carolina rolls tonight in Charlotte and handles the Wolverines
1: tonight. Well, part of being a diehard Duke fan is you have a God complex. Right. (laughs) That forces you to root against the team at the other end of Tobacco Road. So for emotional reasons, I hope North Carolina loses by 15. Uh, Having said that, (laughs) I would go with Jeff Paul's reasoning for why to back North Carolina tonight. But if you ask me, I hope they lose by 15. I'm surprised you only said 15. Well, they're favored by five and a half, so that means. So you the want them to lose half by this points, 20, 20 and a half? I that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, a real embarrassing outcome. That's all I'm looking for. Hey, look,
4: I, I look, I, I I respect the dedication.
1: Yeah, I think I lost the UCLA see, It's 79.50. Yeah, that's not good. It yeah, could have went good. either way. I'm sure the starters are still in the game, running pick and rolls. Way to go, uh, Lavin.
4: Let's uh, let's let's go to uh, let's go to the the major league baseball here because Sean, I, I was a rare early. Nighttime for me last night because uh, I'm in for Kelly Bidlin on a numbers game, so I got to mm-hmm. get up at five in the morning this week and and uh, and do that. But uh, wake up this morning, I get I have about eight text messages, ten text messages. That's uh, that's a lot for five in the morning. I'm like oh, did some something catastrophic happen to someone uh, that 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 I love or like? And it's like no, Carlos Correa is a New York man. i was like whoa, okay, we didn't see this coming. We saw the report yesterday that there was a problem that the medicals didn't check out completely, San Francisco. Uh, balking at the medicals, and Correa signs uh, a 12-year, $315 million contract to play with his his country and his buddy, Francisco Lindor, on the left side of that med infield. The Mets now are the co-favorites to win the World Series at plus 650. But I, I want to go off script here a little bit w- from the gambling perspective because, as always in futures markets, don't bet your favorites now. Okay. More times than not, you're going to get better numbers during the season. But I just want to go with this because I asked Britton Hess to pull this up for me earlier in the day, Sean King. Okay. Because this is just, when you when you talk about this, this is just asinine. The New York Mets payroll is going to be about $500 million this year. $495, we're going to call it, okay? Okay. That $495 million is greater than all of these teams' payrolls put together. Okay. The Oakland Athletics, that's one. The Milwaukee Brewers, that's two. The Cleveland Guardians, that's three. The Miami Marlins, that's four. Washington Nationals, that's five. The Baltimore Orioles, that's six. The Pittsburgh Pirates, that's seven. The Tampa Bay Rays, even though they're actually one of the few good teams on this list, eight. Cincinnati Reds, nine. Kansas City Royals, ten. And in the former team, for Carlos Correa, the Minnesota Twins, 11. I'm no mathematician, Sean. That is a th- over a third of baseball has less of a payroll than one team. That is insane, and I think I know people will gravitate to. Oh, they're buying. They're trying to buy a championship. What's
1: up with these eleven owners? Go out, make it go. Go out, make your team better. Go out and do it. So this stinks to me. Okay, this really stinks, and, and, and here's why it stinks. This feels like the New York Knicks all of a sudden winning the lottery, getting Patrick Ewing. Oh, you, are you. Correa ends up in New York. You're, Judge you're, ends you're, up in New York. Oh, uh, you're, you're,
4: you're, Come on, MLB.
1: No. Oh, you're, you're, you're going,
4: you're going, you're not quite the WFAN caller I heard today that I'll have to tell you about during the break. But John King with the tinfoil hat there. I like it. Thorne Eystrom. Hey, we'll get both thoughts next.
0: WORK.